Welcome to Leonard Birdsong Radio on TalkZone.com. Your host, Leonard Birdsong, is a law professor, a former diplomat, and a former federal prosecutor who's here to inform and entertain you with a mix of humor, opinion, and information. Now, here's Leonard Birdsong. Yes, it is Leonard Birdsong on Leonard Birdsong Radio. As you now know, my show is a unique blend of humor, opinion, storytelling, and information. On Leonard Birdsong Radio, you will never hear fake news. Everything is real. Some of it will make you laugh out loud. Some of it's sad, but you'll hear true stories. There will be tidbits of news and some bigger news. I'm going to start generally with my dumb criminal law stories, but I, before I get to that, I, I just came across a recent statistic that I could hardly believe. I was up in the Baltimore, Washington area this past week, and listen to this number, 373,807. This, this is the number or the numbers of solar power workers in the United States. They always said solar energy was a bust, but with 3,000 or 373,807, it's not a bust, particularly when we contrast that with there are only 187,117 American workers in fossil fuel jobs like oil and gas. So solar energy is not a flop. People seem to be using it. As usual, I have the peanut gallery behind me. They uh, they like to be here with you. Yeah, there they are, making themselves known. Okay, fellas, we know you're there. All right. We also have our vice president in charge of looking out the window. He is our weatherman. How's the weather out there, Mr. Vice President? Okay, it's very good in Orlando today. It's a beautiful day. Mr. Weatherman, what do you say when it's raining in Orlando? And it doesn't rain very often. Yep, that's what you say. All right, folks. Well, I hope you've been having a good week. This is, um, for us professors, this is a spring break week, but my research assistant is still at work. She's sending me some news tidbits for you on the, over the facts. You can probably hear that in the background. But that'll, they'll keep coming. But let me start with some of the weird criminal law stories that I've been developing. And uh, some of these stories are funny. Some of them are sad. I don't do this just for the funny, but just to tell you what kinds of things are happening out there in the criminal law world. This first story comes from New York City. The headlines are always good on these stories. The headline on this one reads, Woes of the Fat Felon. Here's the story. William Wobbles Solar, Wobbles is his nickname, a 550-pound accused gun runner, was back in court recently but had major problems fitting into the courthouse elevators and even briefly shutting down a courtroom because of his size. Wobbles and his extra-wide wheelchair could not fit into the inmate transportation elevators of the courthouse, so he was hoisted by way of the freight elevator to his 15th floor, I'm sorry, to his 15th scheduled Bronx court appearance for allegedly leading a crew that sold 93 guns to undercover police officers. 
Once in the courtroom, Wobbles had to remain in the audience side of the courtroom. Why? Well, his wheelchair was so wide, you couldn't get it through the doors to get into the well of the court. You couldn't get to the defense table. When it was time for him to confer with his lawyers about a possible plea deal, the courtroom had to be completely cleared of others in order that he could have the privacy to confer with his lawyer. There were no immediate follow-up news to whether a plea deal had been accepted. Now, this was in May of 2016. The second story I found about this, the headline read, Woes of the Fat Felon, Part 2. In follow-up to the previous story, we learned that gunrunner William Wobbles Solar had shed 80 of his 550 pounds since his arrest a year earlier. He whined about his health in late June 2016, 2016 rather, after a Bronx judge sentenced him to 15 years behind bars following his guilty plea. I'm dying, said Solar, while flipping the bird to reporters from his extra-wide wheelchair while leaving court. His lawyer said, quote, Solar has many serious health problems which explain the weight loss more than his jail diet. The attorney refused to clarify Solar's comment or further explain his medical conditions. Solar actually pled guilty on June 1st, 2016 to 21 charges in a 365-count criminal indictment, allowing him to dodge a 25-year sentence. Well, Mr. Wobbles, I hope you continue to lose weight and get healthy while you're in the slammer. My, my, my. 21 charges out of a 365-count indictment. Now, I, I, I don't know Wobbles at all, but years ago when I was a defense attorney in Washington, D.C., I had a client that was called Big Eddie, supposedly murdered some people. Took a year and a half for him to get to trial, and when the trial came along, he had lost about 80 pounds, and the witnesses could not recognize him. Case dismissed. We walked out together. I haven't seen Big Eddie since. All right, let's go on with these real criminal law stories. Here's one from North Korea that I found. In April 2016, North Korea suffered its first ever bank robbery. First ever bank robbery in the history of the country of North Korea, according to a report from Radio Free Asia. The report revealed that thieves stole about $78,000 or 78000 in North Korean currency from a bank in Shenzhen near the Chinese border. wonder what they did with all that North Korean money, huh? We go to Ohio now. This first story, the headline, Irony at its Best, Maybe. The owner of a gun shop, so let's start again, the owner of a gun shop was shot dead in mid-June 2016 when a student attending a firearm safety class accidentally discharged his weapon. James Baker, who was 64, died at the scene. That's at the KJ Gun Shop in the town of Amelia, Ohio. The county sheriff said that Baker was in a room adjacent to the one where the concealed carry class with 10 students was taking place. One of the participants fired his gun while practicing weapons malfunction drills. A neighbor told a Cincinnati TV station that Baker had spent his life teaching others how to protect themselves. 
irony at its best, ladies and gentlemen. Irony at its best. Another story from Ohio, not as bad as the first one. Here, the headline read, Greg knows no shame for his deed. A man convicted of trying to steal a TV from Walmart was given the opportunity to choose 30 days in jail or 80 hours standing outside the store wearing a T-shirt reading, I am a thief. Greg Davenport, 44, of Liberty Township, Ohio, chose the latter. He said he isn't embarrassed by the punishment. He went on to admit, I stole, I got punished, that's it. He did his 80 hours outside the store. Now, this is the next story comes from Oklahoma, and this is a weird one. And I don't know if there's so much dumb criminals, it's just a dumb story. Here's the headline. Bacon-flavored Bloody Mary Mix Bust. I'll read it again. Bacon-flavored Bloody Mary Mix Bust. Here's the story. A bartender was arrested for infusing vodka with bacon, infuriating his boss, who alleges that he will take the police to court over this. Police contend that soaking the meat, that is bacon, in alcohol violates state liquor production laws. However, the bar owner stands by his special Bloody Mary blend. Hence, the headline, folks, bacon-flavored Bloody Mary mix bust. A bartender was arrested for infusing vodka with bacon. <laughs> oh, God, that is funny. <laughs> All right, let's see what else I have here. Audience, I don't know if you thought that was funny at all. Mildly funny, okay, mildly funny, okay. All right, peanut gallery. Now, you, if you thought that was funny, this next one is really funny. It comes from Russia. The headline read, In this case, the police cannot... Get behind the behind. In this case, the police cannot get behind the behind. Russian police admit that they cannot get behind neighbors upset with a woman who enjoys suntanning her rear end by sticking her legs out of an open second floor window and exposing her bare buttocks. Police in the city of Novosibirsk say they cannot force someone to cover up when they are still technically inside their house. So the police cannot get behind the behind. This next story is from Florida. Sad story, really sad story, but I'm going to go ahead and read it. The headline, As Thin as an Auschwitz Prisoner. Auschwitz was a death camp in Germany during the Second World War. As thin as an Auschwitz prisoner. A woman was charged with neglect after the 96-year-old man she was supposed to be caring for showed up at a hospital so malnourished that he was just skin and bones and weighed only 89 pounds, according to Apopka, Florida police. The man told the police that his caretaker, Alice Kay, we won't reveal her last name, who is 56 years old, threatened to feed him dog feces and refused to let him eat. 
Police report that the doctor at the Florida hospital in Apopka likened him to an Auschwitz prisoner. Police further reported that the man had been fed very little, if at all, over the last month. When he was fed at the hospital, he started eating like a starving dog, according to the treating doctor. Alice Kay was charged with neglect of an elderly person and was taken to the Orange County Jail and held in lieu of bond. The elderly man remained in the hospital for many weeks and will eventually be released to the care of the Department of Children and Families. What a sad story. Wouldn't feed him. Said you have to eat dog feces. Ugh. All right. Last story from my dumb news stories of the week. This one from New York City. The headline, jail for jailhouse sales gal. Let me try that again. The headline, jail for jailhouse sales gal. The story. A longtime corrections officer who ran a jailhouse shopping network that supplied Manhattan inmates with everything from drugs to cigarettes, phones and pliers, was sentenced to six years behind bars at the end of April 2016. Patricia Howard is her name. She was 44 years old. She was sentenced for scheming with an inmate and his niece, gouging prisoners up to $100 for a single pack of cigarettes. Miss Howard was charged with promoting prison contraband while working at the downtown Manhattan Detention Center known as the Tombs between December 2014 and May 2015. My, 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 the things that people do, the things that people do. Well, folks, that's about all I have is way of these kinds of stories. What did you think about that last couple of stories, Peanut Gallery? What do you think? Do you think anything? You didn't like the one about the Auschwitz prisoner, huh? And you didn't like... And, and and you didn't like the one about the, 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 the prison or the jailhouse sales gal? All right. Well, enough of that peanut gallery. Dave, can you take us out? We'll take a pause here, and we'll get ready to hear something on perspectives of Ellis Island. This is Leonard Birdsong on Leonard Birdsong Radio. It's a new year. You're probably making resolutions again, right? Time to find a better job, improve your relationships, and fix your finances. Well, Consumer Debt Counselors is the company that will help you get out of debt. Consumer Debt Counselors is a licensed, accredited nonprofit agency that specializes in educating people about credit and debt and helping people resolve issues with debt, even student loan debt. There are so many federal regulations. Most people have more options than they realize, and Consumer Debt Counselors can uncover all of your eligible solutions, including lowering your payment or getting out of default. If you want a partner that will work with you to achieve financial success, talk to the team at Consumer Debt Counselors. They have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating, so these guys are the real deal. Your first consultation is free, and all sessions are kept confidential. Give them a call at 1-800-820-9232 or go to consumerdebtcounselors.org slash birdsong. 
The number again is 800-820-9232. Although he's been involved in serious criminal law work over the years as a prosecutor, a defense attorney, and a law professor, Leonard Birdsong knows that it's good to stay grounded. That means not always taking criminal law so seriously and instead just having a good laugh at some dumb criminals and their dumber crimes. Several years ago, he began to collect and compile weird and funny criminal law stories. He shares some of them weekly on his TalkZone Internet radio program. And now you can read more of them yourself in one of his 14 humor books. He has two book series, Professor Birdsong's Dumbest Criminal Law Stories and Professor Birdsong's Weird Criminal Law stories. They're available for purchase in either paperback or Kindle edition by going to the author link on the homepage at leonardbirdsong.com. Leonard knows that you'll get a few good laughs or at least a few chuckles from his collections of dumb and weird criminal law stories. Check them out for yourself by going to the author link at leonardbirdsong.com.